This episode is brought to you by Splash Refresher. I believe in the three beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash, they spice it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. My flavor that I've been enjoying the most lately is the wild berry. Keep one on your desk. You'll be hydrated in no time. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches Media presents Ha ha, laugh, funny Mention it all A Bravo by Betches podcast We don't say that, but now we said it With Dylan Hafer We'll go check, Nibble Hey everyone, welcome back to the Mention It All podcast. I'm Dylan Hafer and it's Friday, so you know what that means. We're talking about Southern Charm. Exciting times in Charleston, messy times in Charleston, as always. Um, But before we get into that, I want to talk about what's going on with Ultimate Girls Trip 3 and subsequently Roni Legacy, because there are... There are rumors a-flying. There was a lot of news yesterday. Peacock officially greenlit Ultimate Girls Trip Season 3, so it's announced, it's happening, it's official, they're filming in Thailand, they're starting next week, I believe. But the big news yesterday was that Tinsley, who was supposed to be on the cast, is no longer on the cast, and instead she's going to be replaced by Portia. I am very excited by that. Portia back on the screen, back in a back on a show where it's not just about her and her mom and her sister and her weird husband that I am always looking forward to. But when Tinsley's departure was reported, the initial reason given was personal reasons, which you know could mean 5,000 different things. But then the rumor mill started uh, swirling and it was like, oh, well, it's not actually personal reasons. The real reason is that Tinsley is going to be on Roni Legacy. So they don't want her doing this other show when she's about to do this other other show, you know? And that was, you know, there was like a whole cast reported. It was going to be, you know, it's like no, no Ramona, no Bethany, which like we knew there wasn't going to be a Bethany. So that's not news. But no Ramona was the big thing. It was like Sonia, Luann, Jill, Kelly, you know, the group. It's like the kind of news we get when they're like about to start filming tomorrow. But lo and behold, our friend Dave Quinn, friend of the podcast, shout out. Hey, he reported that there have been no contracts signed for Roni Legacy and that no offers have even been made from the network. So I don't know when this show is happening. I don't know who's going to be on this show, but nothing has been set in stone. It's not decided. These women, maybe they're talking to someone. Maybe they think they're coming back. Maybe maybe they've been told they're coming back, but there has not been that official stamp of approval. So, you know, hold your horses on your Roni legacy wishes and dreams, because who knows when it's actually happening and who knows who's going to be there. Maybe Tinsley, maybe not. But anyway, let's talk about Southern Charm. (sighs) The ladies, the ladies are really bringing it this season. The men, boring as usual. I don't know. The whole Southern Charm guy thing, it just, it does nothing for me. We start the episode with Austin FaceTiming his parents and selling the childhood home in Charlotte and they're going to move to South Carolina. And Austin's like getting choked up talking about packing up his bedroom and doing Christmas somewhere else. It's like, okay, sure. I guess my parents moved out of my childhood home when I was in college. 
there are like there are some emotions, but it's like, okay, you're like a 30, 35, 30 something year old man. You'll be you'll be okay. <laughs> Is this like heartless? Like I just like. Yeah, your parents are going to move. It's fine. I don't know. And then later, he's on the golf course with Craig, and he invites him to come to Charlotte to, you know, hang out, help him pack up, move some furniture. It's like, why do you need your BFF to come sit on the floor of your childhood bedroom while you, like, cry and pack up your old yearbooks into a box? (sighs) This is what passes for a storyline. And you know, whatever. I guess that's where we are. Craig asks Austin about Olivia. He says they've hung out a lot with Taylor and Shep, but not one-on-one. And he like, hasn't really wanted to hang out with her one-on-one for reasons, but now he does. So they're crafting this text and oh my God, I just feel like the brain cells evaporating as I watch these two try and craft a coherent text message to a woman. Starting off with the hay with three Y's. The hay with three Y's? Uh Uh-uh. Uh-uh. What year is it? How old are you, sir? Three Y's? No, we do one Y. You know, there, there used to be that like meme thing that would always go around where it was like the scale of like how many Y's you put on the hay and like what it meant for each one. And like, Hey, like one Y is like, you're just like normal saying hello. Like two Y's is like, Hey, like you're trying to be like a little 30, like three Y's is like fully like skeezy. It's skeezy. Hey, clear your schedule tomorrow. Cause we're getting drinks. Hey, looks like you should clear your schedule so we can day drink. I'm like, how old are you? Seriously? You've never sent a text. You can't send like a normal fucking text to a woman. Get a life. Get a grip, sir. I don't know. And the fact that Olivia is like into this, I'm like, "Ah." she's at the party. She's like, so Austin told me that we're going, we're having a date tomorrow. I'm like, you're like excited about that. That a man, a grown ass man with like a business which honestly, like uh, he's like successful. And he texts you with three Y's and was like, clear your schedule so we can can day drink. Fuck out of here. Uh-uh. Olivia, Austin, not feeling it. <sighs> Bringing it back in. Earlier in the episode, we're at Patricia's house. Whitney, <laughs> I love that Whitney has become the de facto Michael replacement. She's like, Whitney, Whitney. This bar is a mess, Whitney. We're running low on supplies. <laughs> like, doesn't he have like a job? No, I mean, he doesn't have like a job job, but like, isn't he busy? I just feel like he's busy. Also, does he live there? I thought he lived in California. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Vanita and Madison come over. They're like, you know, gushing over the engagement ring. Madison says she fell in love with Brett instantly. I am by the end of this episode already sick of hearing about Madison's marital engagement situation and you know who else is sick of it vanita (laughs) we'll get to that in a second 
Summer is fast approaching, which means more social events, more weddings to attend, more nights on the town, and hopefully more vacations. That's why I'm so thankful for today's sponsor, Honey Love, for covering us with the best shapewear. With Honey Love, you can feel your best even when you're wearing less. They've revolutionized compression technology so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating while wearing effective shapewear. Plus, they're the only shapewear that won't ever roll down no matter how much you groove on the dance floor. For a limited time only, you can get Honey Love on sale. Get 20% off your entire order with our exclusive link, honeylove.com MIA. Support our show and check them out at honeylove.com MIA. When talking about shapewear, Honey Love's best-selling superpower short is the go-to. It has targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas where you need less compression. Their signature X targets and sculpts your midsection without squeezing your natural curves. The superpower short is helping ladies everywhere sculpt and smooth from stomach to thigh by offering just the perfect amount of compression. This piece is also a booty lifter. Boost bands on the back of the thigh give your bottom an amazing shape. Treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com slash MIA. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash MIA. After you purchase, they'll ask where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started, honeys. Shape your life with Honey Love. They're like, this table is bare. Where are we? Do we need menus? I'm like, can you shut up? I don't know. I don't know. I don't have an issue with Taylor. I like Taylor. But Shep is like, cheers. Hallelujah, you're not pregnant. And Taylor's like, I mean, <laughs> don't love the continued narrative that this is like some massive bullet dodged, but okay. She says that she doesn't know if she sees Shep as a solid option and that she doesn't think he would, quote, step up to the bat if she was pregnant. I, oh my God, these people butchering idioms, figures of speech, just left, right, and center constantly. Don't even don't even get me started on Leva trying to get to birds of a feather flock together later in the episode. I mean, woof. <laughs> but yeah, Shep's whole thing is still like, well, we'll cross that bridge when we come to it. And it's like, well, at a certain point, you're going to be expected to go buy an engagement ring and get down one on one knee and then plan a whole wedding and then like try to get pregnant on purpose. Like all of those things are things that Taylor's going to want in the next, let's say, five years, sir. Let's we'll cross that bridge when we come to it. The bridge is not that far away. It's a big bridge. You can already see it. You know, like they got to lock that down. It's frustrating me. And the thing is, like, they're still together. This was filmed like seven months ago, eight months ago. They're still together. So, like, I hope for Taylor's sake that Shep has, like, come to the table. You know, like, I hope that he's, like, being cooperative. We'll see. We'll see. (sighs) Olivia and Catherine, this clown patrol, they meet up. They're at a sushi restaurant. Catherine thinks is just calling edamame the beans. We'll have the beans. (laughs) Okay. Olivia and Catherine are this like weird cursed twosome this season. It really feels like Olivia. I assumed the first couple episodes like, oh, she was brought on to be like Austin's love interest. But then she has very quickly been like latched at the hip, attached at the hip snatched at that why am i like freestyling right now she's very quickly been paired up with Catherine. of course she was defending her at naomi's party when she wasn't there but now they're like having this little moment and Catherine says that she she likes that olivia hasn't been plagued by the charleston bug yet which like okay if anyone's like a plague here i think it's more Catherine than like naomi but alas (laughs) this show makes me feel so mean 
like so, uh, people say that I don't have enough opinions sometimes. I'm like, no, 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 they're there. Uh-huh. <laughs> Woof. Catherine tells Olivia that she broke up with Caleb. The way she tells the story, I don't know if I, I don't know if I'm fully on board with that. She's like, well, I laid out what I needed and it didn't go over so well. I'm like, Catherine, I feel like when you watching that dinner scene with Caleb unfold, like it really felt like you had already decided to break up with him before he got there. Like he didn't say or do anything. I'm not saying they should still be together. Like probably they needed to break up. It was for the best, but like Catherine wasn't like listening for what he was going to say. And then like making a decision, like clearly she had already decided like, I'm going to say my piece and then I'm going to say that we're done. And that's, what's going to happen. She wasn't like, he didn't react that badly. They were like having a conversation and then she's like, okay, I'm pulling the plug. I'm over this. Caleb has like an itty bitty scene. He's just saying he's confused about the end of their relationship, bro. Me too. I don't know. You don't get out of there. You didn't miss much. (sighs) We're all leading up to Madison and Vanita's birthday party, Um, a joint birthday party. What could go wrong? Oh, wait, I know. Madison calls Catherine to invite her um, and then uh, tells Catherine to also invite Olivia. And of course, Vanita doesn't know that they're coming. Props to Catherine for actually asking, bringing up, asking Madison if Vanita wants her there. And Madison's like, well, I mean... Vanita's cool and it's both our parties. I don't know who she's inviting, but the thing is that was a lie. After Vanita finds out, they get to this beautiful, you know, they're in a beautiful backyard for the party, whatever they're, they're going over the decorations. They have these like monogrammed ribbons on the table as like place cards. And that is how Vanita finds out that Catherine and Olivia are going to be there from the ribbons on the table. And we get a flashback scene four days ago of Vanita and Madison literally rattling off the entire guest list to each other. They're like, okay, so it's this person, this person, this person, Levin, Naomi, Marcy, XXXYZ. And that's it. Madison, like, (laughs) I appreciate the mess, but on a level of like, if I were Vanita, that's some shady shit. You literally planned this party together. There's like 12 people there and you went through and we're like, okay, so that's the entire list, right? Madison's like, yep, no more people. And then meanwhile, it's like calling Catherine in the car on the way home and being like, hey, so can you show up and can you make sure to bring Olivia and don't tell, you don't need to tell Vanita. It's going to be cool. These people, man, I would never survive in this group. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know about that, but the the rough thing for Vanita, really, aside from Catherine and Olivia being there, is that this party has quickly turned into an engagement party slash bridal lunch for Madison. Everybody that shows up is like, congratulations. Oh, my God, the ring. How did he propose? Oh, you're engaged. That's so exciting. And happy birthday. And Vanita's like standing to the side, sipping her champagne. And she's like, Woo! happy birthday to us. Like, I can't remember who, but like one person literally was like, oh, it's your birthday too. It's like, she's like, this is my party. I planned this. I'm, and we're not breaking the fourth wall here, but what also we need to acknowledge is like this season, Vanita is the one who's full-time on the show. Madison is a friend of, we would probably not be at this party (laughs) if it was just for Madison. Come on. Come on, everyone. Madison, like, 
I don't know. She and Vanita have been friends for a long time. Obviously, like they are close. I think they've been doing some like joint interviews. I don't know. Madison, not really seeming like the best friend in this specific instance, you know, when they sit down at the table, Madison's like cozying up to Olivia. She's like, I know we haven't, we don't really know each other yet, but like, I think we could, I think we could really hit it off. I think we could be good friends. It's like, Vanita's literally like over here being like, how do I handle this bitch? And you're like, I think we'd get along like mm, the vibe. Not amazing. <sighs> Speaking of vibes, not being amazing. Catherine is just sour grapes start to finish the whole time. She and Olivia, we see them in the car, like getting ready to roll up late. I love this. They're just like, they're like shambly, a little bit messy. They're like this boozed up to some who are like showing up late, coming into co- wreak havoc. I just, something about it really is like pleasing to me, but not in a way where I'm like, Oh, I love them. It's like, no, no, no. Like I love the mess. And then, you know, Catherine doesn't want to talk to Naomi. She's like this bitch. Olivia says she didn't want to pick sides. Naomi apologizes to her. That's nice. But then Olivia's like, I still don't trust her. Uh, I don't know. Catherine's saying some shit about kids raised in a system as a cycle. Vanita's like, what? Vanita bringing up the, the monkey emoji thing I mean, I don't have a problem with her bringing it up. I think like Catherine didn't necessarily get enough. I think she got a lot of free passes, honestly. So I don't, I don't have a problem with Vanita bringing it up, but I do think like time and place, it was a little bit, Catherine's like, wait, what, what, what are we, what? Okay. Uh, no, like uh, uh, uh. Catherine has never been one to handle criticism well, but just then Catherine's face when Patricia rolls up, she's like, Patricia's coming to this shit. What the hell? Like, why am I here? Catherine's whole thing is a little bit like, why am I here? When there's, when they're at the table and Leva says that not everyone has a clean slate. And so in the spirit, spirit of realness, let's fix it. Love that Leva's finally, you know, showing up to work this season. Catherine and Vanita are like getting into it. Catherine says Vanita's being condescending. And then Catherine like is weirdly combative. It's like, I talked to Vanita about this when we spoke earlier this week, but it's like, I just, Catherine is one of those people that it's like, I can't imagine actually sitting down and trying to be friends with her. Vanita has like six other friends here. It's like, just, just kick Catherine to the curb. But I know, I know that's not how it works. I would be mad if they weren't trying. I would be mad if they weren't trying. They have to try. They have to try. That's how the show works. (sighs) But anyway, that's that. We get a to be continued. I'm fine with that. You know, use it sparingly, but it's okay. And, you know, this podcast, just like Southern Charm, to be continued. Come back next week. Lots to come. In the meantime, don't forget to rate, review, and follow the show wherever you listen. You can follow us on Instagram at Bravo by Batches. And until next time, be cool. Don't be all like uncool. Mention It All is produced by Dylan Hafer, Sean Kilby, Jorge Morales Pico, and Rebecca Sousmacat. Editing by Jorge Morales Pico. Social media by Dylan Hafer. Guest booking by Dylan Hafer and Ali Friedlander. Be sure to follow at Bravo by Betches on Instagram and Twitter.
Thank you to our sponsor, Splash Refresher. Meet the water beverage that loves self-care as much as you do. Just because you have to hydrate doesn't mean it has to be tasteless. Splash Refresher makes hydration deliciously easy. Splash perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. I am going to go grab myself a wild berry splash now that I am done recording, and you should too. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches.